Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Penelope Bourbon. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, I, you know, I'm on my way out to, uh, about to head out to California here. Hell yeah. Uh, to visit some family. For your birthday, uh, right? Yep. Birthday. Big old 2-9. Two nine. What what's the what's the date for that? Uh, it'll actually be this Saturday. Oh, nice. So it'll it's coming up quick. Very good. Quicker than I thought it would. Twenty nine. Not a very memorable birthday. No. But uh, hey, it's, it's better than the alternative, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't. You know, I'm really excited about this. This is a whiskey. Two whiskeys actually. I've been wanting to get my hands on for about a year now. I feel like I'm always seeing them on Instagram, and everyone's always posting about them. So. I was excited to give it a try, so let's jump on in. Andy, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Penelope Bourbon. Of course. So I think this might actually be the newest or one of the newest brands that we've ever gotten our hands on to like actually try a bottle. Um, and it's something that, like being that new, definitely we've gotten the... Um, they have a fantastically wide distribution. Because um, I think they're in... I want to say the either the Chicago area or Michigan, if I recall correctly, where the distillery is. I completely forget where they're based out of. Um, Let's see what the bottle says. Um, but it's something that you know they were founded in 2018, so about so being only four years old. I mean, it's something that like they're gained a, gained a lot of notoriety. I have not heard a bad word yet about them. The bottle says distilled in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, Indiana, bottled by Penelope Bourbon Bottling Company in Bardstown, Kentucky. Okay, so it's a Kentucky company then. Yeah. For some reason, I thought they were a little bit farther north. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it, it was something, like I said, they've gained, you know, they're four years old, gained a lot of no- notoriety uh, based out of, oh, yeah. you know, there in Bardstown, one of the biggest and most famous cities in Kentucky for, like, all of just bourbon and American whiskey distillation in the country. Right. Um, if not the world. <laughs> um, and it was founded after the, one of the founders and his wife, who is a co-founder, um, like they found out they were pregnant and with a daughter. Uh, and at least like, and they ended up naming her, well, now they ended up naming her Penelope, but prior to her being born, they were going to name her um, Penelope. And that was something that then when they founded the brand, they were like, well, not only do we kind of want to commemorate it, but let's just name it Penelope after our soon-to-be-born daughter. Um, and it was founded in, I think, founded in New Jersey, but now they operate formally in Kentucky, um, at least as far as most of their operations go. Um, and you know, unlike a lot of new brands, the way they kind of go about stuff and doing everything, one of their big claims to fame, um, beyond just obviously the product is, um, just the transparency they have in not only what the product is and everything that they do there, but also their, um, like how they do it, what they're making, just the whole process everything about it they want to be as transparent as it can be 
Um, and it's something that, you know, being, you know, being bottling and everything in Bardstown there, you know, they acknowledge that. They also acknowledge, you know, as you mentioned, um, uh, they source their, at least for right now, I don't know if they have plans to begin distilling their own stuff. I haven't seen that. Um, but, you know, for right now, they're sourcing all their bourbon, um, from MGP out there in Lawrenceburg, um, Indiana. <clears throat> And it's something that they use, actually, unlike most other brands where, you know, you'll have probably, like, one or two um, mash bills that you'd use. Uh, maybe, like, one bourbon or one rye, and one rye or, like, two different rye ones or two different bourbon ones. They actually use three different uh, mash bills from MGP. I don't know exactly which three they use, um, specifically as far as, like, grain contents and everything in them. But I know that they um, use the ones that they've ended up creating with those three mashables, a four-grain bourbon. So wheat, barley, rye, and corn um, in, the, in the ultimate combination mash, mash bill. And then they end up um, blending, and I think at least we're initially blending and bottling at Castling Key Distillery, what, what's now you know Penelope. Um, in Bardstown. And then um, they kind of something else that they've done that's new, rel- like somewhat new for most brands, or at least unique compared to most brands, is instead of having everything be, as far as the barrel goes, be like one char level and everything, they actually do a number four char for the barrels, and then they um, do a lighter char, the number two char, which is a little bit... I think it's like 45 seconds or something like that for a number four char and like 20 seconds of charring for a number two char um, for the barrel heads. Uh, and then they end up, I think they end up, once MGP sends it to them, then they age it at least like another two, I think two to three years on top of that prior to, that's my understanding with it, based on their website at least, like they then, and research, they then age it at least maybe... <coughs> At a two to three years total, or another two to three years on top of what MGP did. Um, <clears throat> so, they, you know, they've definitely kind of tried to be as transparent as they can and pioneer a lot of different things, kind of trying to move bourbon as it stands now forward and how they do things. Uh, you know, and this ends up going into four different lines that they have. Um, their Founder Series, which is a light whiskey. Um, and that's a limited... I think they do a limited release of that every year. I don't know the timing of the year that they do it, but I know it's a limited release. And they have their Cooper Series, which is named after their founder's son. Um, and that's one where they have like three or four, maybe five different bourbons that they um, age in different wine casks, like a sherry cask, a Bordeaux cask, among others. Like a port cask too, I think, as well. And then they have their uh, private select series, uh, or their private select, and then just their normal four grain bourbons, which are their uh, standard bourbon, and then their barrel strength, which are the two we'll be trying today. And then they also have their architect, which I am completely blanking on what sets that apart from the remainder of them. And then their toasted series, which I think. The barrels are toasted and then charred, if I recall correctly. 
on that series um, within the four grain line that they have of standard bourbons. Uh, so that's, you know, I mean, that's being a young brand, you know, like I said, not much history to them, but they've definitely set themselves apart. Um, I don't know that they have as many awards, but they've, you know, gained a lot of like name recognition among people as, as far as like what they've done, how they're doing it. And then also just like for being this young of brand, like it's amazing bourbon. Like they've just done a great job of creating something very distinct and amazing yeah. in such a short time. Definitely. Are you ready to give some of them a try here? <clears throat> yeah. All right, folks. So as uh, Andy mentioned, we're going to start off with the four grain straight bourbon whiskey from Penelope. And as always, we start with the nose. Kind of light. Yeah, kind of a little bit lighter of a nose. Um, what are some of the, the, the hints you're getting there? I mean, you know, on the foreground, I like I get very, like I kind of get like the very very stereotypical like bourbon notes, like some of those caramels, vanillas, oak in there, but it's kind of like lighter. Like I think like having that presence of that weeded mash bill from MGP in there is definitely, I think that's where I'm getting like the lightness instead of maybe yeah. being lower proof. Like I'm getting some of the lightness or smoothness. Kind of like what I get from maybe like a Weller Special Reserve from it, or like a regular Maker's Mark from it being a weeded bourbon. Just that smoothness sure. in terms of lightness. Yeah, you get a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of corn. Um, yeah, pretty much what you're what you're saying. All right, folks, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Not bad. Yeah. Not fades away quickly. Complex, but it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I mean, it kind of fades away quickly. Like I said. Definitely comes off as like a younger whiskey. Oh, yeah. Cle- yeah, clearly comes across as just being a lot younger. Um, you know, which there's not necessarily anything wrong with. I mean, for your brand, you're going to have a lot of young whiskey there. But, you know. Are, are you picking up any specific notes? I was getting like some subtle sweetness to it. Yeah, some subtle sweetness. Not, um, a little bit of spice and rye maybe not yeah like not, not maybe maybe some of that like rye spice coming through but like i was saying on the nose like a lot more like sweetness that i kind of characterize like with a weeded bourbon sweetness something like that right uh sweetness and smoothness um something else on the nose that kind of came through on the palate was it kind of like the ethanol on it if there really is any like a subtle hint there it's almost kind of it's like dry erase marker ethanol taste, which gotcha. is very, very light for me. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, it's not to say like, oh, don't buy it because of that. Like, it's just, it's very light sure. for me. All right, folks. Well, we're going to finish up our Penelope Street Bourbon Whiskey, and then we're going to come back and uh, wrap up with the barrel strength. All right, folks. Now we have a glass of the Penelope Bourbon Barrel Strength poured, and we're going to do the tasting on that. As always, we're going to start with the nose. Ooh, a lot more prominent nose yeah. for me. I completely agree. Definitely a little bit stronger. Definitely, I'm picking up more, more notes in that. What are you getting? I'm getting a lot of caramel, a lot of vanilla in there. Very much like a lot of the. I mean, a lot of those very stereotypical bourbon notes in it, kind of relating to that. Um, yeah. 
lot more of an ethanol burn on the nose for me than the just a regular four grain. Yeah, this is a pretty significant difference. This is uh, the original or the regular is eighty proof, and this is one fifteen point two. Ooh, so definitely stronger. Let's yeah. give it a taste. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a lot more on that. Oh, yeah, a lot more. Very good. I'm getting a lot more like a leather, tobacco, oak note on the palate. Absolutely. A lot of spice, a much spicier spice, finish. Yeah, spice on the back end finish of it for yeah, me. Absolutely. Too. Um, definitely more heat, but it, I mean, it's, you notice it, but I think it drinks pretty light for how strong it is. Oh, yeah. Definitely drinks a lot lighter. Um, than most other like bourbons that I tried in like that one ten to one twenty range or plus. Yeah. I mean I know I got a maker's mark that's like four proof less. Like a store pick. And that drink that maker's mark drinks a lot hotter than this does. Hell yeah. Alright folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, listen to and share every episode about of Distilled Discussions. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on Instagram. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.